Hey everybody, it's Morgan and Adam, and welcome to the Gospel of Two Wheels, number 217, I believe, which is like a lot of these things, where the coffee's hot, the bikes are fast, and your comments are thankfully absolutely ridiculous. Adam Mishta is coming in, tuning in actually from Chicago right now, uh, the Chi-Town Hustler, we call him, and uh, he is uh, uh, he's doing family stuff, he's back there right now, we're still working on the bike. Uh, everybody who's here, thank you all for joining us. Adam, let us give us a rundown. Who are you? What are you doing? Why are you here on this show? Uh, yeah, give us the whole thing. Who am I and what am I doing? That's a <laughs> great question, Morgan. Uh, well, my name is Adam, and lots of people know me as Adam Does Dirt Bikes. Uh, it all kind of just uh, spiraled out of control when... That, that was the Instagram name that I went with and the YouTube name, and it just kind of stuck. But uh, I started dirt biking uh, what, July of 2020, so a little over two and a half years ago, and I got absolutely hooked on it. <laughs> and uh, I started doing the Hard Enduro Series, the U.S. Hard Enduro Series. It was called the Kenda AMA Extreme Championship uh, a couple years ago. And uh, then I did the U.S. Hard Enduro Series, and this is the third year that they're doing this. And uh, yeah, um, the first year I did it, I started chasing it on a, on a Kawasaki, a KDX 220. And I was pulling uh, that KDX 220 with my Subaru BRZ sports car. I stood out like a sore thumb. I was the only green bike in a sea of, uh, of orange. And um, yeah, stood out and uh, did the whole series on that bike. And here I am today uh, getting ready to chase the series for the third year. Nice. Uh, Lucioli USA is coming in saying, hey, good to see you, Lucioli. Thank you so much for the sponsorship uh, for those tubes. We very much appreciate it. I know Adam appreciates it. Uh, Kim Jackson asked, where are you from? Are you from Chicago originally? Yes. So I am from Chicago originally. Um, Yeah, born and raised there. And then I moved out to Denver, Colorado uh, about four years ago. Um, but the past couple of years, I've been scattered all over the country because just chasing these races and uh, dirt biking. <laughs> yeah, right on. And uh, what do you do for work? Because I know someone, I mean, I know, but uh, people are going to want to know how on earth some kid can tra- travel all over doing all these races. Um, uh, so what is it that you do for work, Adam? How do you, how do you manage this? All right, so my background's in... And uh, mechanical engineering, and I work at an aerospace uh, company. And the the way I like to phrase it, to people is uh, so so you know when you buy something from IKEA and you get those assembly work instructions uh, to assemble like furniture and stuff like that. Uh, well, I make IKEA style assembly instructions so that technicians could assemble a spaceship. Um, yeah. So I work for uh, Sierra Space <laughs> out in uh, out in uh, Louisville and. Uh, yeah, uh, I work part time, which is awesome. I only work three days a week, and uh, it's really uh, uh, it really works well with my schedule because I'll I will wait I will work three days a week, and then I'll do a two day weekend, and then a six day weekend, and just kind of flip flop between those two. So it allows me to travel the country and race uh, all these incredible events. That's awesome. Roger Hurd, I got to jump in and say hey to everybody. Rural delinquent Chris Burns, Michael Webster, Roger Hurd, Snake Euler. Denny, Bill O'Neill, uh, obviously Kim, we talk, Keith McQueen, uh, Two Stroke Addict coming in from Australia, by the way, uh, and Roger Hurd, yes, dirt biking is an obsession, 
it's an ugly one that has taken a hold of a lot of us. <laughs> but it's okay. It's better than a lot of things. I have a a new obsession that's developing. I'm tying flies now uh, for fly fishing, and it's it's weird how much I want to do that. <laughs> it's it's uh it's a crazy thing. There may be a new YouTube channel coming. Uh, I'm thinking about calling it the deadliest craft because it's like crafting because you're like, you know, you're making little things, but instead of like hanging on the wall or selling it on Etsy, you're trying to stab fish in the face. (laughs) So Bruce Kennedy, what's happening? Uh, Keith McQueen, those Lucioli tubes are absolutely burly. Um, They are the craziest things in the world. If you've never seen them, uh, if you like low pressure, if you like that idea, right, of low pressure, and getting all the traction, but not tubeless, because tubeless is dumb. I'm just going to say, I'll say it a thousand times. Lucioli is the way to go. I really think they're pretty freaking rad uh, for what they are. Mm-hmm. And you've been using yeah, them for like absolutely. six months, right? Yes, yes. So I, I started using them uh, last year. Um, I was uh, racing the Silver uh, Silver King, uh, or uh, the Silver Mountain Extreme, uh, the, the race in Idaho. And, um, I had one of my, uh, my bibs was just so like worn out that the beads kept popping off of my tire. And then, uh, uh, I think it was Anthony Johnson. He recommended Lucioli for me and, uh, also Rodrigo Lopez from, uh, Rocky mountain, uh, way extreme. He was running those and crazy uh, Rodrigo, like, crazy Rodrigo. <laughs> uh, but he was like, you got to try these things out. And, uh, like you won't have that problem of the tire coming off. And uh, yeah, I tried them out and the Lucioli tubes, there's a, there's a lot of things I really like about them. Um, and uh, like a, the first being that it has, the rim locks are intertwined into the tube, which I think is really nice. Um, the, the other thing I like about them is they're super thick. They're not gonna, you're not gonna get a pinch flat with them. You could run them at super low pressures. Um, and uh, you don't have to constantly adjust mooses to match the tire. The front one is a, the one that I've had issues with where I'll run a, a nitro moose or, or I'll run, yeah, like a super soft one. And then after uh, one tire change, like if you put it in the same size tire, you notice that the moose is blown out. And uh, you have to constantly go from a wide tire to a narrower to a narrower one, narrower one or you have to modify the, the bibs and keep putting chunks in there. And with the Lucioli, I just run that and it always fits the front, always fits the rear. And I love being able to adjust the pressure. Um, you could adjust it really low. And then with the rears, what's cool is if you, um, if it does run out of pressure, like say you have a ve- uh, leaking uh, valve core or something like that, they have these reinforcements and I believe it's in two spots and then combined with the two rim locks um, and then where the valve stem is, it's also kind of reinforced. You could run that thing flat um, and limp back home. And they say you could get maybe like 10 miles or so. And I, I accidentally ran one flat and I noticed it felt kind of weird and uh and then i I got back i'm like oh well this is why it felt weird um but yeah i I really like them and they've been a huge help uh with getting the hard enduro bike ready for hawaii yeah uh kim yes the rim lock is in the tube there are two rim locks inside the tube if you go to lucioli.com you'd look it up google lucioli um lucioli you're watching type in your 
address so people can click on it, uh, they show exactly what that looks like. It's pretty interesting, actually, how that works inside there. Um, and Roger heard, yes, if you run low pressure, you end up with square rims. That's because you are a desert racer who likes to go real fast. You're like me. I'm I like so I I know Lucioli's watching um, and I know that they're very, very helpful. But I'm going to give you guys the straight up real deal on <clears throat> the only two downsides I've found. And they're, they're not enough to be a deal breaker for me. Uh, well, I, I don't run them. I run mooses or now moose balls, but so that's my style. But, uh, the one thing mounting Lucioli's is not super easy. Unmounting them. Honestly, I found cause I just put a new rear tire on Adam's bike and actually taking them off, I think is harder than putting them on. Uh, it's kind of a pain in the ass to be honest. Um, but whatever. I mean, that's just get over it, you know, figure it out. Like it's not that big a deal. Uh, and then actually high speed, they're weird feeling. So, <clears throat> and it's because they're heavy. Everybody wants to know how heavy they are. In the video I made, I told people to shut up about their weight. I mean that. Shut up about the weight. But, because when you're hard enduroing, you're not going fast. Like you're crawling mm-hmm. through stuff. So you're not spinning the tire and the wheel at a high rate of speed, so it doesn't that gyroscopic effect isn't a thing when you're doing that kind of work. Now I rode Adam's bike down the road just to test the motor, make sure everything was good, and I wicked it up, I don't know, 50, 60 miles an hour, and you could absolutely tell that those tubes are in there. It's like they they're not in balance, which again I don't care about on a dirt bike, but they're not in balance and they feel like they take a lot to turn. So I don't Personally, I wouldn't be into them in a desert racing high-speed situation. It wouldn't be my favorite thing. But I think for the uh, hard enduro, I just, I don't know. I don't think there's anything better that I know of. Yeah, I I really, really like them for the hard enduro. And uh, there, there are a couple tricks to to getting them installed and to taking them out, especially with, uh, with uh, not... The, the one downside I, I had was uh, early on was when I was trying to put them on and I would scratch up the rim and it, it doesn't bother me that I scratch up a rim. But the thing is that I keep scratching it in the same spot and right. that over time is not yeah, good. Uh, but I did find some tricks to if you use like three tire irons, you could pop it out without scratching the wheel. Um, and I am uh, planning on making a video uh, shortly to show how to do that. And we also did uh, a video, uh, Morgan and I did a video of uh, Lucioli install. Um, so if, uh, yeah, if, if you're curious about them and you want to see them, um, definitely suggest uh, checking that video out. Yeah, and it's not the world's greatest, like, how-to install video, just so everybody knows. I got it. some, somebody, you know, some internet troll jumped on there and yelled at me for not knowing what the tube, the tool was I used to hold the bead back. Like, I don't know. It's the tool to hold the bead back, man. But <laughs> like, whatever. It's but but like, admittedly, it's not the greatest because we didn't like focus on specific techniques. But it will give you an idea of how it looks, and it's just like it's no, it's really no worse than stalling. If if anyone out there has ever had a WR four fifty or two fifty, and you've had two rim locks, it's just like that. Uh, it's a little weirder since the rim locks are in the tube, and you kind of gotta like get it out uh, jimmy nyhart what did the fish say when it hit concrete i can't wait to hear this um 
that's going to be a good one. But so I, I think they're good, especially for Enduro, mm-hmm. especially for guys that like guys that like tubeless should absolutely try these things because I think they're better, uh, and I think you get all the benefits and none of the complications of tubeless. Yep. So, uh, Adam, quick, you got to ride the bike, and <laughs> so the fish went and said it hit concrete. It said, "Damn." <laughs> That's Thanks, Jimmy. I appreciate it. I love you so much. That's Jimmy Nyhart. He's actually out in uh, New Jersey, so he's closer to you than I am to you right now. But um, uh, <laughs> the uh, um, so you rode the bike. What do you think about the motorcycle um, now that we did all this work? Holy cow. Um, huge difference. Huge difference. Suspension. The suspension is like night and day. I've never had suspension valved for me before. <laughs> um, it was, uh, yeah, that was awesome. But the, the, like the, the tires too, I have to say, the first yeah. thing that I noticed when I first rode the bike, I noticed the tires. And uh, so I like each tire is specific for whatever kind of riding you're doing. And we had a battle cross. Uh, it's X30. Uh, XR30. Is that what it was? Yeah. X30. Um, so I'm not used to that tire. Um, and I'm sure it's good for some kind of terrain. But for the rocks, it did not do well. I, I love running the IRC tires. The JX8s are my favorite. I, when I started riding those, it was that was another night and day moment. I, I was playing around with uh, like uh, the Shinko cheaters and then I did the V33 S from IRC and then I tried the JX8 and I really understood why people use the JX8 for hard enduro. That thing just hooks and uh, um, it doesn't last as long because it's a gummy, but even when you start like getting the knobs up, start rounding them off, you could flip the tire around cause it's a, uh, it's not directional. So you can flip it around and then you get some more life out of it. And even when the knobs are gone, like the thing surprisingly has traction, uh, especially in the rocks. Um, so yeah, the first thing I noticed was the tires and the suspension on, on the bike. Uh, and, uh, yeah. And then the power delivery is uh, way better cause we put a 300, uh, head on there. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Sweet. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, <clears throat> Adam had a, it's interesting because we talked about what gearing he wanted to put on it. And he said, just run what I run on the other bike, 1352. Mm. So I said, okay. And I really, I mean, I've ridden with Adam. I know what his bikes are, but I kind of forgot that his other bike was an XCW. And this one's an XC. Mm-hmm. Same era motorcycles. Like, basically, his, his other bike's a little newer. But uh, same era. They, you know, the transmissions are the not the same between XC and XCW, but they're the same you know, from those years. So I forgot about that. So he got it out, wrote it. And it was like, man, the first gear just doesn't see like, and I realized I'm like, Oh, huh, that's right. Cause we're, we're way taller geared. Cause the old XC's basically had, uh, like SX first gear. So it's super tall. Uh, so we got that mm-hmm. fixed. We got a 12 tooth on there now. And it's going to be good. <laughs> Dude, Jimmy Nyhart, you're a horrible man. Uh, Quick, uh, Bruce Kennedy, is it difficult installing because of the length of the rimlock stud? Could it be shortened? You could shorten one, and in fact, if you were going to install it one direction every time, shortening one of them might be okay. If you shorten the other one, though, you might have a real hard time getting it into the hole and then putting a nut on it to hold. So if you only shortened... 
the, I don't know. It's it. I think the the key is like with mooses, just get used to it and you'll be fine. Yeah. So, um, what are you doing specifically? Someone's asking, what is the terrain like in Hawaii? Do you know what the terrain like is like in Hawaii? Oh gosh, I've been I've seen some videos of it, and I, it looks like it's really muddy and slippery, like clay, like this like red orangish clay. Um, I imagine that it's going to be something like like Ohio, like Ohio terrain is really slippery and awful. <laughs> um, but I also heard that there's some rocks in there too. So I I really haven't been doing my research. I should I should be watching videos, <laughs> finding out. It's at a. It's like at a moto kind of like park i don't know if it's a park or it's like in a private thing right yes it's at a motorsports park i, I don't remember what it is off the top of my head but uh, it's some crazy yeah. hawaii name but mm. but yeah so it's like there's a there's a moto track like an actual you know motocross track there i, I saw that too yeah yeah which yeah. i'm hoping That's adam's gonna huck the triple <laughs> <laughs> Send it. Be full send. Full send. Wide open. Uh, let's see if we got any other. Uh, by the way, Matt Andreas, what's up, Trail Nerds? Um, and those, yeah, those tires. All those gummy tires grip really well when they're bald in the rocks. It's just if you get any kind of loose dirt at that point, you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so White Hollywood Enduro, that's a hilarious name. Uh, big fan of uh, VE33Ss. Um, let's see. Rick Castle, what's happening? Dirt bikes all the way. Uh, yeah, what class are you riding, Adam? Tell us what, what class. Let's start with what you were racing and what you're racing now. Okay, yeah. So I started off racing in the C class. Um, so my first race, I only had eight months under my belt. Um, and I decided to do the grinding stone hard enduro. And that was out in Page, Arizona. And I was almost dead last with that. And then towards the end of the season, um, I ended up uh, getting a podium finish for the East Coast and the West Coast rounds, but it was pretty much because I followed the whole series, so I had the most points, but I wasn't competitive hey, at all. But all right. uh, <laughs> last year, I, I also raced the C-Class, um, but I was getting competitive, and I was uh, getting like uh, top five finishes, and I had a couple second places in there, so I got... I got second place uh, overall and first place uh, in the West Coast series. So, um, technically, like they like you, they don't say you have to move up a class, but I, I felt like I was ready then. So I, I moved up to the B class. Um, so this is my first year in the B class. I already got one race under my belt. I did uh, King of Motos, and I'm pretty happy with that placed over there. I got a sixth place out of uh, I think it was out of 28 people in the B class. Yeah. Um, so I was really pumped with that finish. So I definitely feel like I'm in the right class. And I uh, I know if I chase the whole series uh, um, and I stay stay with it, and if I stay like in that top five is where I want to be, uh, I think there's a chance to get a, a podium finish overall. Heck yeah, man. No, I was super happy to see you got six. That's huge, man. King of the Motos is nasty first race in that class anyone out there who races motorcycles you know what it's like when you move up to the next level it's always such a kick in the gut because <laughs> you know you've been kicking butt wherever you were right and then you're like Woohoo, i'm gonna move up and you're like oh that's right this is harder 
Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy how big of a difference there is in each of the classes. And uh, yeah, I mean, I during the off season, I'm very fortunate that I got to ride with a lot of good people. Um, uh, Joe Nemeth, uh, one of my buddies that lives out in Utah, I rode with him a lot and learned a ton from him. And he races in the pro class. And then uh, I also was out in Arizona and got to ride with James Flynn uh for for a bit and uh yeah and even riding with them like i mean it kind of started to prepare me but i i didn't really know what i was getting myself into until i raced it how is it because one of you know i always talk about this when i talk about hard enduro one of my things that i like dread because i am going to do the donner one i'm going to go you know we're going to do it um as i dread bottlenecks how has that improved now that you've moved up to the B class? Has it gotten better? Um, yes, yes. I would say, well, you, even before I was in the B class, like the bottlenecks get better when, um, when you figure out how to maneuver them. And um, in the B class, it, it seems like they get better because I, I have more people behind me that – so I'm already in front of uh, people that wouldn't have the experience um, to be able to get up them, but but just being able to maneuver them is is a huge thing, and I think that comes into play regardless what class you're in, um, because uh, you get more comfortable with taking lines that other people would consider, I guess they would consider it risky, or they wouldn't be comfortable with it, or they just don't have the experience to get up. Um, so as you get better and progress, it, the bottlenecks become easier. Nice. Uh, Jimmy's asking, are you doing tough like Roar? Absolutely. Yes. So, yeah. Jimmy, are you going to do it? That's the question. <laughs> I would be that pissed. is the question. <laughs> <laughs> That's the big question. What? Um, let's see. I was going to ask you. Uh, uh, so you're a skinny guy, a relatively fit guy naturally. What are you doing to prepare physically for this kind of thing. Do you like throw your bike on the ground and then just pick it up a lot? Is that one way <laughs> of preparing? So, so that is actually a way to prepare for it. Um, so I, uh, I was working with uh, wingman PT. Um, so he's out in Arizona and he was kind of helping me with, uh, with the periodization program. Um, and I haven't been doing the best job of following it because it's really difficult to do it unless you're like full time dedicated to this. But, uh, um, before, like I, I would ride a lot. Like that was my exercise was riding. Um, um, like, uh, I had, I right now I don't ride as much as I want to, but, but, uh, last year and the first year I rode, I was out riding three to five uh, days a week and that would be my exercise, you know, but, uh, now what I'm doing is I'm focusing more on cardio. Um, I hate cardio. I hate it. It's not my thing, but, um, but yeah, like in order to maintain, uh, to, to be able to maintain, have the stamina and be able to not burn out during the race, you can't just do 20 minutes of cardio and call it good. You have to be doing like an hour, hour and a half, even longer, because that's the kind of situation that you're going to be in. And then you have to do it at elevated heart rates. And, uh, yeah, so that, that helps out. I don't lift or anything. Um, I'm just doing the cardio and riding when I can. And then when I ride, I try to try to do like, uh, not just go out and put around on the trail. Uh, I'd want to like 
get a couple hours in nonstop um, and do like a hard enduro loop. But uh, yeah, so the the exercise, that's something that's helped. And then the nutrition, I am just stunned at how big of a difference nutrition makes. I, I went to, um, like they had a rampage uh, was I think in October and it was in Page, Arizona and they did a hard enduro um, like a exhibition class. And so I raced that um, and I met somebody, um, it was uh, Mark from uh, Race Provisions and he, Race Provisions is a company that does uh, supplements and he was talking my brains off about like what you should be eating before a race and, and what you should uh, like uh, be drinking before a race um, and then during the race. And so I tried these things like like three hours before a race, I'll eat a bunch of sweet potatoes and, uh, and chicken and... Uh, yeah, just, uh, just get the fuel for me. <laughs> and, uh, and then, yeah, and some veggies. And then an hour before the race, I'll have a banana and either a pre-workout drink or some caffeine. And then during the race, I have electrolytes that I have in my pack. And I started doing that. And I did a couple races, uh, doing this diet. Um, and I was just stunned at how, how much better I was able to ride and for how much longer before I would get burned out after like two hours of riding, I would get brain fog. I would start cramping up. And now, uh, I did a race <clears> in Ares in Arkansas, uh, in December and I raced for almost four hours and I didn't cramp up. It was awesome. And then this last race at Kingdom Motos, I raced for almost six hours straight and, uh, I didn't cramp up at all and I still had energy, uh, at the end, uh, whereas, in grinding stone last year after two and a half hours i was done i was done so so yeah it's it's a bit of exercise and nutrition um that really helps out nice and guys who are watching if you got questions for adam please ask chris kinberg says what's up and let's go adam chris is the guy sitting what? next to you on the line <laughs> Yeah, I remember Chris. <laughs> uh, Chris, I will see you very soon in Havasu. I'm very excited. Uh, yeah, quick uh, update for us guys. Uh, we are going to be in Lake Havasu, Arizona. Not this coming weekend, but the next weekend. If you're there, come find me. We're going to be riding dirt bikes, doing boat things one day, and then riding dirt bikes again. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Bruce Kennedy, I'd like to learn more about this diet to fuel your body. So, Adam, do you who's the person you're using, uh, and is there do you know a link or something like that that we should um, check out? So, so I'm using uh, uh, race provisions is uh, is the supplements that I'm using. But honestly, like it could be any supplements. Like Hammer Nutrition has stuff that would help out too. Um, so that's on the supplement side. But in terms of like the diet, like like I think the importance is like eating three hours before the race, making sure you're eating enough, getting enough carbs and enough, uh, enough food in your body so that when you're out riding, you're using up that energy and then, um, and then sustaining it with some kind of electrolytes. I know people that will put like Pedialyte in their drinks, but, um, and, and then, um, I also have like the goose too. Um, and they, those are, they got calories in them and some caffeine and, uh, and sodium and, uh, um, yeah, with nutrition, it's kind of interesting because it's uh, everybody has their own unique take on it, and, and uh, um, this like as long as you have something and you follow it and you're doing it, it's better than like 
waking up, uh, not eating anything and then going racing, you know? Um, but I do have, uh, I do have a contact info for a nutritionist. If you are interested, I can put you in touch with them and, uh, she could help you out with, uh, with figuring out a nutrition plan that could work for you. And, uh, she works with, uh, ultra enduro, uh, athletes, uh, with like ultra marathon runners. So I spoke to her and I got a lot of good info from her as well. So, right on. uh, what other, like, let's quick, let's touch on sponsors because there've been a ton of people that have been helping out with this whole thing. So we got to say some thank yous here before we, get past it also guys if you have questions be thinking of them but adam i'm gonna let you roll through <laughs> the largest okay. list of sponsors yeah absolutely well up at the top is definitely robbie huge thank you to robbie for supporting me uh with all the racing seasons um i want to give a huge shout out to my awesome girlfriend amber um my mom and dad for helping me out uh with uh with flights um Crosslink Components has been uh, awesome. They make these nice uh, uh, swing arm guards. Um, Intech uh, helped out with uh, braking rotors. Uh, Wingman PT, race provisions, RK Tech for the the head that we're using. Um, DDC for the sprockets. Uh, um, Ryan Wells from Dirt Bike, Arizona Dirt Bike Trainer um, Training. He's Awesome. Uh, he's been a huge support for me. Uh, Counter Shocks, uh, Grip Motorsports. I really appreciate all the support. XC Gear for the Mako 360, SX Slide Plate uh, for the Skid Plate, Bulletproof Designs for completely armoring up the Hawaii bike. Um, Highland Cycles, I, I wouldn't be able to do it without you, Morgan. Um, like huge help uh, with uh, building the bike, and it's uh, a lot of stress off of my shoulders. and. Uh, IRC tire uh, for hooking it up with uh, with some uh, tires. Lucioli tube. Climb has been enormous support with uh, gear for me. Champion Brick, Matt at Champion Brick. Uh, he funded uh, the graphics and uh, yeah, it's it's. <laughs> I'm so grateful for all the support that I've had. Uh, it just kind of took off. And then uh, there's another one. It was uh, first, uh, first track moto or first track yeah. motorsports sent, so uh, Adam, yeah, <laughs> sent Adam a set of uh, the care pack stainless steel uh, pegs. So super, super thankful. Ben, Ben Nicholson. Thank you so much. Uh, he reached out and said, Hey, I really want to help out with that bike. Leo, we'd already built, you know, it's done built basically. He's like, Hey, I want to, get Adam a set of pegs. I'm like, well, okay. And so, and honestly, everybody that he mentioned has been like beyond helpful. Like it, it's, it's been the easiest thing I've ever done. Like, uh, Adam brought a whole bunch of his own sponsors. And then I reached out to all of my sponsors and everybody was so excited to help out. And so thank you all. I just like, cannot say thank you enough. Uh, just like Adam said, it's just, we're very grateful to have this and, uh, um, be able to go to Hawaii. I mean, that's ridiculous. Like <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, that we're gonna go to Hawaii. And then I also want to give a, a shout out to like, uh, to everybody that's supporting me on social media and the YouTube channel and, uh, anybody that cheers me on at a race. Like that is just, I, I never thought that this would take off to like, 
I never thought it would go in this direction and that this bike would take off the way it's going. And I'm just super grateful for everybody that I've met uh, at the Hard Enduro races and just dirt bikes in general. <laughs> yeah. It's the greatest community on earth, in my opinion. <laughs> it's, mm. uh, it's a it's a full of wonderful, wonderful people that just like to help and like to see people do awesome things, whether it be racing or just riding. Uh, it's yeah, it's just really, really cool. So massive thank you to everybody. Uh, if you guys are watching, I appreciate it. Um, Bruce Kennedy. Yes, they were all donated. Like I, I, I whatever it's that bike is nuts. <laughs> it's, it's just as nuts as my brand new bike. I mean, it's literally has every part hanging on it that you could, it's yeah it's as good as it gets like, yeah and then TB, tbt racing too so. yeah i mean they it the thing is i quit i gotta mention that so i've never ridden a bike valve for uh hard enduro i've i've uh you know we we valve i just valved a shock today um and sent it back to i don't know somewhere in the midwest but uh and or no utah excuse me chris in utah so I've ridden lots of bikes, valve for motocross, supercross, obviously desert, off-road, fast stuff, hair scramble. I've never ridden a bike that I valve for uh, hard enduro, and I rode Adams just around here, out in the front in the rocks, so not like crazy. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, there is, it's nuts how good that thing works going slow in the rocks. Like you go like crawling into them, and you can't even tell they're there. It's just like it just moves so good and yeah it's i yeah I, i'm psyched for you to get to ride the thing like really beat on it i think you're gonna be stoked oh, i'm excited yeah <laughs> yeah and it's and yeah it's pretty cool i'm excited for adam because he like like you guys heard he started riding a very short amount of time ago and he's already like jumped up to this level now he's got this <laughs> sweet bike and we're going to hawaii and we're gonna it's yeah it's gonna be awesome and i'll be racing him it uh the donner hard enduro so like gloves are off at that point i'm all about helping right now (laughs) (laughs) i'm all about helping currently when we get to donner ski resort in california it's a different situation oh we'll we'll see about that you might be begging for help (laughs) oh no i i'm not saying that i'm going to do better i'm just gonna try really hard (laughs) like no i'm i have a feeling that i'm that adam's gonna wipe the floor with me but uh i'm going to uh like i don't know about that morgan you are you are super fast and that one like i got a chance to ride the with the death march part of the death march with you and i was uh i was impressed at how fast everybody was (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's not it but it's not hardener like i do like to go quickly but uh, I'm going to be doing some training on because I'm taking that thing, uh, Loretta the Game Changer, uh, even though it's really probably not my best bike for that. I have a, my other bike would be better, but why not beat up that? Oh, here, quick preview of the new Hard Enduro uh, graphics for when we're Ooh, going to. Oh, nice. Oh, that's coming yeah. nice. Yeah, super excited. Oh, I'm digging It's going to be cool. Um, but yeah, and yeah, Bruce Kennedy, see, that's the thing. Sabotage is exactly the word. So when it comes to racing, (laughs) all bets are off. And if Adam's gas gets turned off on the start line, I, you know, whatever, it's not my problem. (laughs) Uh, see, Adam, do you have any tips on where to watch in Donner? Have you ridden it before? Um, yeah. Have you ever been up there? 
So that's the one race I did not do. Uh, so I had one drop race um, each of the rounds, and it ended up being Donner for me just because uh, it was really far away and it didn't work out with my schedule. But um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I hear it's a. I hear it's an awesome race, and I hear it's got some decent spectating. But I, I just haven't been to that one. Mike, I. I don't know either because I've never, I've actually never been in the Sierras ever. I've been all over California, but not there. But it's at a ski resort, so it can't be. It's probably pretty easy to find a good place to watch. Um, you know, when people build ski resorts, they tend to, you know, cut trees down, put lifts, <laughs> things like that. So, um, but yeah, if and Mike, stay tuned. Obviously, here on YouTube and on Facebook. A quick, also quick plug, guys. If you're here and you don't know who Adam is or you haven't subscribed to his channel, please go check out Adam Does Dirt Bikes on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, follow him; he'll be updating all this stuff. And uh, stay tuned there because if we get there earlier, we find out more information about that. You know, we'll definitely post it. And Matt, I'm I'm going to come to Rocky Mountain Way Extreme this year. I just got to find time. It's like I don't know. My life, I, it, it's amazing how fast it things fill up. Like this weekend we're here, next weekend's Havasu, then there's something else, and then there's Hawaii, then we come mm. back, and then anyway, it's nuts, whatever. And then the Pacific Northwest, if you guys haven't yet checked that out also on Facebook, you need to come to the Ride the World series of awesomenesses, the Gifford Pinchot National Forest in uh, Washington. It's going to be super rad. You can see Mount Rainier from the trails, which is awesome. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's super, super cool. Uh, Rich Pierce says, more content, Adam, please. So there you go, Adam. There's your, there's so your I poke. I just let out a video yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I, man, these videos, like, uh, they, sometimes they take so long to do, and I'm, I'm trying to do a better job of figuring out how to condense the story. And uh I think this season I'll be able to push out some more content, but I'm excited. Uh, the first one for this season was released yesterday. And if you haven't checked it out, definitely suggest you check it out. Um, uh, getting back into my groups. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so Adam is not like me. He's not a teenage girl who spends all his time on social media like I am. So He's actually got a real person's job. He does real work that actually makes a difference in the world. Uh, <laughs> unlike me, who just goofs off with motorcycles all day. So, um, But I'm going to try to coach him into a little more content production, at least in the little short snippets during the week. Because uh, I know you guys want to see that. You want to see what's I mean, you see all my end, uh, obviously, all the time. But I know you're going to want to see Adam's uh, and the full videos. If you really, you guys need to check it out because the, the video is really, really, really good. Um, but yeah, I'm going to try to coach him into more Instagram stuff, like to keep people uh, rock and rolling. So um, Donner, as people ask him when Donner is, Roger Hurt, it is, it's Father's Day, mid-June. It's like the 11th, 12th, 13th, something like that. And um, it's going to be super rad. I can't wait. Um, oh, Chris Kimberg, you're going to be there. That's going to be good. Uh, Denny Horstman is the Hawaii race televised. It'll be on YouTube, right? Oh boy. I, so I don't know if it's going to be televised, but, uh, the U S hard enduro series has been making these bad 
ass recap videos of uh, all the all the races. So last year they made these recaps. I definitely suggest you check them out. Like they they're incredible. Um, like Red Bull style. It's it's better than like a Red Bull video. Um, but U.S. Hard Enduro Series on YouTube. Um, I know they're going to make recaps of all the videos this year as well. Yeah, and I you know I would say the best thing any, can, anybody can do to try to hunt that stuff down is you know YouTube is probably going to be the best because that's they they had it broadcast live. You know, King of the Hammers had the King of the Motos uh, broadcasting live. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, it was, it, it's always lacking. People always get fired up about the, you know, coverage. It's not that I'm like, dude, come on, give these people a break. They're they're <laughs> It's hard to run a live freaking thing. I can't even imagine. This is, I just posted the link to the U S hard Duro on YouTube. So you guys can click on that thing. Um, and then, uh, let's see. Have you heard anything about snake bite? I hope it's good. Uh, yeah. Have you heard anything, Adam, about snake bite at all? I have a little info. Have I heard anything? Um, <laughs> what is, it's the week after grinding stone is what I hear. Um, I I don't know much about it. It's a, it's a new race. Um, I I don't think I've been down in that terrain. Um, but yeah, I'm curious about learning more. So, Matt, it's, I don't know, I mean, obviously no one knows everything about it because it's, it hasn't ever been done. But I know where it is. It's down in West Texas. West Texas has some horrific terrain. I mean, like, <laughs> all you want and more. Uh, so that's cool. I think that's going to be good. Uh, and in talking to Woody, who lives in just outside of Fort Worth, who knows all those guys, and I know, you know, Cole Kirkpatrick, who has land down there, which is, basically where it is what i mean west texas is a big place <laughs> just like texas is a big place mm-hmm. but um they have a lot of people were worried it wasn't going to be hard enough because they've contacted a local club and local clubs you know they're not hard enduro clubs and so they're, they're worried they weren't going to make it hard enough but they've got i forget who they have they have a guy who is a texas hard enduro guy helping with this thing. So I think it's going to be wicked. I think it's going to be really, really good. Mm-hmm. So, and Texas, if you've never been to East Texas or West Texas, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's loose. I'll tell you this. It's bring whatever gear you've got. That's good with really, really, really loose dirt. Really loose oh, dirt. <laughs> it's like falling apart dirt and steep and nasty. It's a lot like, it's kind of like, it feels like Colorado. It feels like Western Colorado, just uh, looser dirt. So there you go. Uh, let's see. What other questions, guys? Uh, let me see, Adam. So we're, oh, when are you, I don't, this is, now we're just talking, Adam. And I, when are you guys going uh, to Hawaii? What, what are we getting at Hawaii? So uh, March, March 9th, I think. Okay. Yeah, cool. We'll uh, we'll stay in touch. My so family not, not and I we're much, uh, we're going on the sixth, and then we're going to do Pearl Harbor and all kinds of stuff. And before we go up there, and by the way, if you guys don't know, nice. the Hawaii thing is on Oahu, on the North Shore, 
Adam, after the race, will be ripping pipeline. And uh, we're going to get him out there surfing. And <laughs> we'll get him in a big swell. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. <laughs> I think they're actually doing... The pipeline competition was just like this last weekend, which I don't know if you know much about that, but the North Shore oh, really? is gnarly surfing. Like, gnarly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, here we go. Um, uh, Jimmy, what area has Adam found to be the toughest? So, of the country. Oh, gosh. That's, uh... Yeah, they, they each have their own challenges, you know? Um, like, uh, Ohio. When I was at Ohio uh, for the race over there in Little Hawking, it was just... The, the mud over there is just ridiculous. It's this clay. It is slippery, slippery as snot, and I had such a hard time over there. But then, um, I don't know, like... Uh, <laughs> North Carolina, Brushy Mountain, like uh, that that race was pretty gnarly. Battle of the Goats. Um, it it depends. Like it depends. Like who you're riding with, right? Who, who's showing you stuff? Uh, um, it depends on on the race. Like who's uh, hosting the event? Because TKO a couple of years ago wasn't too bad for the amateurs, but then I did um, I did the cliffhanger out there and that was a, a steer race southeast extreme racing race and that race was gnarly um and um yeah it kind of depends like uh because then you go to grinding stone the stuff they have they send you up there is just terrifying like terrifying and that's the thing about these hard enduros so you're asking about like live footage of it and getting it televised like if you have a chance to go and see it in person it is so much better in person. Um, you just seeing uh, the pros ride the stuff. Like you try to ride the stuff, and then seeing the pros ride the stuff is just mind-boggling because they do it effortlessly. And you're like, how did they do it? Because this looks like it's impossible. Um, but yeah, each place has its own challenges. Is goats harder than TKO? Is uh, Chris Kinberg's when I did it, it was. Um, but if you're getting into like the final knockouts of TKO, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'd say I'd say it is harder. I, yeah, for sure. And then and then uh, tough like Roar. Uh, talking about uh, races that clubs, because uh, that's also a, a race that a club organizes, and they put on one hell of a race. Uh, if you make it to the final day, because you race uh, the way that I've seen it is you race on Saturday and then. Um, you have to, you get qualified into Sunday and the stuff they have you sent on Sunday is just insane. Um, the, the, a couple of years ago, it was only three people that finished it. I, I don't know how many people finished it last year, but I don't think it was a lot. And then, um, yeah. Uh, so that, that race for a club organizing it is gnarly. Right. Well, it, it, the, me saying the club is not necessarily that a club won't do it. It's just a Texas club who's used to Enduros, like fat, mm -hmm. relatively fast Enduros with some hard sections. That was the biggest concern. It's like, God, these guys, like to them, because they get people complaining about like not hard trails, right? They get guys like, oh my God, it's so hard. Yeah, like a log or something. Right? Yeah, a, one log and one rock. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh no. So, yeah. Yeah, I think what's, those guys what's nice are different. What's nice is that the, the course director, so Josh Shasher is the course director, and he goes out to all these races, and he makes sure that they are 
hard enough. And that's that's something that's uh, super cool is they uh, they pre-run all these courses and they work closely with the people that are organizing it to make sure that it has that hard enduro factor to it. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, Jimmy uh, said they're super proud of Roar. Their dual sports, no joke either, I'm sure. All that backy stuff, like I, Mark Odette, Meeker Extreme, who I guess he's not watching. He's, I was just talking to him. He said he was going to uh, see if he could tune in. Um, he's going to TKO, and he's like, you should come. It's all these guys. And uh, <laughs> I, uh, I explained that, first of all, I'm not a hard enduro racer. I'm uh, just not. I, I like going fast. I like the Baja 1000. I like 100 miles an hour. I like that. You know, like that's more what I'm good at and enjoy. And uh, I love bomb runs. Like I love the start of a National Heron Hound. I, I love that crap. So I'm not a hard enduro guy. <clears throat> I'm going to do it because I'm excited. It's going to be super fun to do something super different. But I'm really 100% a Western guy. And I want no part of sweating rocks with moss on them. And it's <laughs> just not my thing. So I, and I, and I also, when I race, even though, yeah, it's a different discipline, I'm going to go into it for fun. I go racing and it's, I want to be competitive. And I know that in Tennessee, I have zero chance of being competitive, like none. Uh, so I'm not, I'm just going to go to Donner. It's a lot like the, it's the Rocky mountains. <laughs> I'm still going to get my butt kicked, but at least it's like familiar. Yeah, it's granite rocks. So what class are you going to be running? Uh, 40 plus, just the fast guys, I guess. The 40, I don't know. There's no A, yeah. B, C in that. So um, in the, the 40 plus. So yeah, I'm in the 40 plus. But we'll be we'll be graded overall. So <laughs> we can, yeah. we can see dude, how Those goes. guys are so fast. They oh, are I know. so fast. <laughs> Trust me. I deal with them all the time. <laughs> Old guys are so fast. I, yeah, whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to say that I can compete with them most of the time. It feels pretty good that I can pull that off. But, uh, yeah, uh, this is going to be a, a new thing. I'm, I, I'm excited because I'm definitely going to go in with every advantage I can give myself. Um, already working on my nutrition, working on, uh, you know, riding. I've been, I've got now at my house, I can train at my house. I can sit here and do hours of figure eights and slow wheelies and, you know, try to ride over the goat and uh, yeah. <laughs> things like that. So it's going to be good. And uh, yes, uh, 609 Enduro, which is Jimmy Nehart, say it. I'm scared of the East Coast. Yes, I am 100% scared of the East Coast. <laughs> That's all there is to it. Um, yeah. And let's see. Uh, Jimmy dented the piss out of his 350 frame at Roar Dual Sport. Nice. That's good. That's super good. Uh, let's yeah. see. We're we're getting down there, guys, on time. So if you have any more questions for Adam, please, 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 please ask him. Kinberg, yes, static balance is a key. Our balance bike, we need to – that's what ah, – next time you're here, Adam, you've got to do the balance bike out front. And uh, we'll, I'm going we'll to try that out. It's a you know, thing. So speaking of – Balance. Uh, so that's another thing that really helped me out was uh, I got, well, I got a trials bike and I and I've been uh, riding the trials bike uh, quite a bit with uh, with one of my friends and that helped out a lot with getting like all the technique for for like uh, 
splattering and going up these uh, these walls and like uh, doing the double blips and that really helped out. But then I also did uh, a course with uh, Rich Larson. Um, so he's the IRC tire rep, uh, um, IRC tire guy. If you don't know who he is, he does some awesome videos and his uh, doing like a training session with him in person is phenomenal. Because um, then I started focusing on my balance. And then when I focused on my balance, um, I'm able to keep my feet on the pegs before I go and attack something. And that's helped out a lot. Um, so yeah, it, it is pretty big. Um, oh, and then before I forget though, um, so I got a bunch of Adam Does Dirt Bike stickers. So if you want some Adam Does Dirt Bike stickers, uh, shoot me your address. Just uh, give me an email, adamdoesdirtbikes at gmail.com and I will send you some stickers over. Yeah, yeah. Here I'm putting it in uh, to the chat right now. Boom. Adam does dirt bikes at gmail.com. Email Adam for sure. Look at them all. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> there's there's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> I got a lot. So just shoot, shoot me an email and I'll send them send them over to you. So. <laughs> yeah. And if you, any of you guys can make it to any of these races. Like if you can come to Hawaii, you really should. It's it's gonna be super fun, and you guys should come to Hawaii. But if you can't come to Hawaii, uh, you know, Grinding Stone is Page, Arizona. That's not far away for you know us Western guys. The spectating uh, there is awesome at Grinding Stone. Super easy and incredible, and that's such a cool race to go to. Right, because yeah, because since there are no trees. You can you can see everything, right? You can get up on rocks and, and basically watch, see yeah. the whole course. Not at once, but you know you can go around. Uh, and then Donner, uh, what's what? What? Oh, it's so snake bite down in Texas. That might be a hard one to watch because like a lot of everything in Texas happens on private ground, and uh, so that's mm-hmm. a thing. But uh, <laughs> um, but then uh, Donner is going to be awesome. A ski resort. What's the one after Donner? Oh, Do you gosh, have your schedule? Of I'm gonna pull um, up the schedule. I'll pull up the schedule. Yeah, yeah, because I, yeah. So there's grinding stone, then there's snake bite, and then I'll wait for you to pull it. Up. Yeah, no worries. So uh, IRC Enduro Fest is the next one. Cannot wait. That's gonna be so much mm-hmm. fun. Uh, grinding stone yes. is uh, Page, Arizona. That is March. Uh, 25th, 26th. Snakebite Hard Enduro is April 1st and 2nd. Near It's near Lubbock, Texas. Uh, Battle mm-hmm. of the Goats, Taylorsville, North Carolina, April 22nd, 23rd. Man, you're going to be traveling a lot, dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fallen Timbers, Hard Enduro, Little Hawking, Ohio, May 6th and 7th. Uh, we got June 17th, 18th, Donner, Harden Duro, Norden, California. So it's up where people ate each other. That's why it's called a Donner. <laughs> it's a Donner Ski Resort. So uh, <laughs> Silver Kings, Harden Duro, Kellogg, Idaho is uh, June 22nd, 24th. Uh, Tough Like Roar is oh, – so this is going back. So this is now May 27th, 28th in Pennsylvania. And then we've got – May 29th, Shotgun Hardin Duro in Sugarloaf, Pennsylvania. So, and then that's and t- gonna be a badass weekend because they are doing them back to back. So you got Tough Like Roar, which is already a super hard race, and then the Monday 
after, like so Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday is the Saddleback, um, and I hear that's a gnarly race too. So that weekend is just going to be a testament of like how fast can you get your body to heal and make sure you don't break your bike. <laughs> yeah, are you going to take both? That's another question. So this bike was is being sponsored specifically for the Hawaii situation. A lot of that is actually coming from the fact that the page race is two weeks after the end of this thing and the bikes i i don't know if bikes are actually going to make it back hopefully they do but they're going on a boat and boats mm. sink i mean you know <laughs> weather happens boats sink <laughs> it's the ocean man things happen so that's why he's got another bike that's one of the reasons we got another bike and we built this but after that so after you get the bike back and the boat doesn't sink uh are you going to be taking two bikes to races or what's your plan there um, so I, I'm going to have to talk with Robbie and see what the situation is with the bike and see if, uh, if, uh, cause right now just for Hawaii. So, um, yeah, I, we'll see. It'd be nice to, uh, to have a, a backup bike just in case. Yeah. If you're, I don't know, not everybody can afford it. I get it. But if you're going to take racing super seriously, two motorcycles comes in real handy. Because things break, yeah, especially in your world. Yeah. Well, in, in your world, hard and durable things break a lot, right? Like a yeah. lot. And, yeah. uh, and it's usually little things. It's not like seizing motors and stuff like that, but it's it's a thing. So having a spare bike is pretty big. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, actually, I have a question. This would be interesting. And Jimmy Nyhart, yes, I will. I do have a private jet sponsored for all these races. You're just not invited. Uh <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, my 20,000 20, subs is coming soon. By the way, that, I mean, it's coming really soon. Everybody watching this now or later, make sure you stay tuned because we're doing the big draw to see who we're going to fly out here. It's going to be fun. Um, but uh, uh, do you think that because this race is in Hawaii, there might be a really good chance of being a small field? therefore giving you an even better chance not that you need it because you did really really well in king of the motos but do you think that that might help you with basically winning overall um i i don't know because we we get to drop one round uh of the west coast and so a lot of the guys are going to be dropping the hawaii round and i don't know how i'm going to stack up with the b class in hawaii because that's their turf and they're used to that terrain so i'm i'm going there more for the experience and to have fun <laughs> um and just to say that like i raced the whole series like I, that for me like the goal is to to race everything do my best and regardless of how i place i'm just super grateful to be on a dirt bike and super grateful to have all the awesome support uh with uh, getting me out there yeah, and he's going to win, so it's going to be awesome. Uh, he's, he's being very humble, Adam. I appreciate that, but that's all right. You're going to win. And I got to say hi to Brody. Brody, what – so, Brody, first of all, did you tune in as two different people? I think I see Tub Tub Gamer VR and then Bo Hunter. I think Brody – Brody's an awesome kid that comes in the shop. He's like one of – he's like – he might be more favorite to me than my children because I like him. But uh, – oh. I'm kidding, <laughs> but I do love Brody, and my kids like Brody. But uh, Brody, you need to work on your typing. It says Morgan, what happening? So we're gonna work on that, Brody. We're gonna work on your typing <laughs> and your spelling. But <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, I I'm excited because 
I know there would be a lot of people dropping that race. And I think, I don't know, it'd be pretty cool because with a smaller field, your superior conditioning and training, uh, <laughs> I think, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm excited. I think it could go really well. And obviously you're taking the right attitude. Going to go have fun, the experience, all that stuff. But, um, yeah, I think you got a good shot. I mean, a sixth in King of the Motos. Well, get this. They, like, they, they had more people at Enduro Fest uh, than they did at a lot of the other hard Enduros. Like, they had a huge turnout. Like, there's a lot of people out in Hawaii that race. Uh, so this crazy. is why they have a race in Hawaii. I think they had close to 300 people last year. Wow. Um, don't quote me on that. But it was, it was a lot of people, like more people than they had at a lot of the other events. That's nuts. I Wow. That is surprising. Because <laughs> yeah. I think of Hawaii. I've never been there. I'm really excited to go. But I think of it as this big with, mm-hmm. you know, six people on it. I mean, I, <laughs> I know it's, it's just crazy to think there's that many uh, dirt bikers in Hawaii. But it's cool. Yeah. So. I'm excited. <laughs> um, Andy BJ, yes, it is a sweet opportunity. Thank you so much. All right, guys, we are coming down to the end of it. I just want to say a massive thank you to Adam. Thank you to all of you who are watching. Again, please go follow Adam Does Dirt Bikes on YouTube, uh, Facebook, and Instagram. Also, if you follow him on Instagram, poke him constantly for more content. Just be like, hey, dude. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll, we'll keep after him. We'll get him. We'll get him up to the speed on this whole social media thing. <laughs> oh, I, Adam, here's, I didn't. I didn't uh, ask you this. How old are you? Uh, I'm about to turn 33 this month. <laughs> there we go. So he's a he's a young pup, but not uh, not so like super 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 young. So um, I just, no, I I've, did not start riding when I was five. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right on. Jimmy says he'll see you at Roar. Uh, don't worry. It will be easy to find Jimmy Nyhart. He'll be the roundish one with a hilarious jersey of some kind on and arguably the nicest guy you've ever met. So, um, <laughs> yeah, he's rad. Guys, Punk Rock Club, I love you more than I love everyone else, uh, even more than my family. I love you. And uh, I just want to say th- thank you all so much for watching. Adam, we're going to finish this thing up. Uh, final thing, I've stolen this from one of my favorite YouTubers, Grantham. What is some dad advice you can give us? I know you're not a dad, but like advice that a dad might give to the YouTubers of the world. Dad advice. I don't know. Just let them do what they want to do and don't pressure them into doing something because that's what you want them to do. (laughs) There we go. Right on. I follow that. My kids are hilarious. My kids have cows now. Um, <laughs> never, ever would I have thought we had cows. So, Adam, don't go anywhere. We're going to sign this thing off. Uh, guys, I love you so much. Thank you guys for being here. We will see you on the next one. <laughs>